It is the year 1970. I do not know what day of the week it is. I do not even know what month it is. I do not know how long I've been fighting here in Vietnam, but it feels like eternity. Is this what hell is like? Fighting and dying for eternity? There are many things that I do not know, but there's one thing that I know for certain, how I got here. The sun always shines, except for a small occasional rain shower. The green fields seem to go on and on, broken up only by red barns and blue mountains in the distance. The cows graze, the horses run, the dogs hurt the sheep, the pigs roll in the mud, the chickens run around the yard. The pungent smell of manure mixes with the smell of freshly tilled soil and freshly laid hay. This is my farm, this is my home. I grew up in Madison County, North Carolina. We lived on and ran the family farm for generations. We were uneducated because it was more important to help on the farm than to go to school. We were poor, but we didn't know it. We had what we needed and that was enough. All of our neighbors lived the same lifestyle as us. I thought that everyone from other parts of the country lived the same way as us, but my eyes were drastically opened by one thing, the draft of the Vietnam War. The war seemed so far away, a whole other world away. I didn't worry too much about it. I went and registered when I turned 18, just like everyone else, but I knew that I wouldn't get picked. Boy, was I wrong. The draft started in 1969. There were not enough people volunteering to fight in Vietnam, so the government had to resort to a lottery draft. Everyone was becoming anti-war at the time. After I registered, I went on with my life without a second thought, or even the slightest imagination of being picked. Who wants to pick a poor old dumb country boy like me to fight in a war? Apparently that was exactly what they wanted. 25% of the draftees were poor, like me. 55% were from the working class and 20% were middle class. All of us were from the ages of 18 to 25, just young men, not even barely old enough to get a taste of the real world. When I was drafted, I couldn't believe it. Many others tried to get out of it. They claimed that they were married with children or that they were attending college. Some claimed to be a homosexual and others fled to Canada and Mexico, but I was not going to back down. My upbringings engraved determination and work ethic into my heart. Soon after my draft pick, I was sent to basic training. I don't remember a lot about it. Even though I feel like I've been fighting for forever, the time between my draft pick to arriving in Vietnam felt faster than the blink of an eye. Little did I know what I was about to see, smell, and hear. When we arrived in Vietnam, the first thing that we had to adapt to was the weather. It is hot and muggy over here. It rains constantly, pouring down like someone turned up a bucket of water. We wade through swamps, maneuver through jungles, and dodge sharp vines. The sight of death and blood and war scarred me at first, but now it doesn't even faze me. The smells are just as gruesome as the sights. The smell of decaying bodies mixed with cigarette smoke, sweat, gunpowder, and mosquito repellent is enough to burn out your nostrils. The mosquitoes are terrible here. If you do not die in battle, you die of malaria. 
I have not been stricken with injury or illness yet, and I don't know if I'm lucky or not. Is it easier to die in battle and not have to suffer through the pain of war, or to live and tell the horrific stories back home?